Hello, hello, and welcome in to another edition of Between the Screens, a movie, television, video game, book, lifestyle experience <laughs> uh, that we do here on a week-to-week basis. I am your host, the Eddie McCabe, joined as always by my lovable partner in crime, Stacy Wick. Nice. I wasn't sure where this was going. I knew sure. there was a few few different possibilities of who I was related to tonight. Um, so here's Wick the thing. Wick is the safe one. Wick was the safe one. Well, because I didn't trust myself to say Perro correctly. <laughs> you know, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be able to roll the R. I don't think I did when I said it there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with the safe bet. How okay. are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, trying to get, you know, my house Christmas-fied. I sure. usually do it the weekend after Thanksgiving, but I was sick. So then my house, my, my, my house, my apartment was like I'd been sick for a week trashed, which is a whole different level of trash. Sure. And so I had to clean up and move furniture and everything, but it's getting there. That's good. That's always good. Mm-hmm. Uh. I am excited. I didn't really feel it. I didn't really feel it last Friday. Last Mm -hmm. Friday, it was December 1st. You know, I haven't really, like, got into the Christmas spirit yet today. But Mm -hmm. then I had to get up super duper early to go to a shoot this today. And I'm driving down the highway. And I start to notice, I'm like, huh, it feels like it's snowing. And (laughs) And I can see small flakes. And then I look out to my left, out my window, and just this sedan pulls by me, covered in covered. snow. And Apparently. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. well, the big thing was is that I uh, none of the other cars were covered in any snow. All of the okay. snow was on this person's car. It's Apparently, really... it did snow quite a bit here, and I had no idea. Sure. Like, like um, Cole was just talking about shoveling his grandmother's driveway or something and i was like wait it snowed did we get snow and he's like yeah i'm like is there snow on the car right now (laughs) he's like yeah i'm like a lot and he's like well not anymore there was a lot though at one point i was like oh my god i'm so oblivious in my cave yeah it's it's wild it's a wild wild world like that world out there you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah so let's just jump right into it i think that we have a lot of a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a bit around here uh, where we... Oh, before we do that, um, the uh, the SAG-AFTRA actor's contract was, like, agreed upon. Yes. Yes, like, yes, yes. I saw that. Like, yeah, officially so, done. Yeah. So they sent us out stuff last week, and they were like, the fifth was the last day to oh, vote. That's so loud. <laughs> yeah, Stacy is just pouring drinks, uh, just straight up getting sloshed while we do this. It's not even the twenty-first episode. We already did that one, and it made no sense to anybody. Wait, isn't it? Isn't it the forty-second though? So I'm like double. What yeah, is it? sure. No, it's the forty-first. Right. It's the forty-first. Forty. Yeah, you were close. It was the forty-second. It would have been very funny if it was the forty-second. Uh, maybe that'll be a bit for next week. Who's to say? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So then we had to vote, and then they tallied the votes, and you know. A majority of the union was like, let's do this. Let's get back to work. So there you go. That's that's the news. But now we'll move on to the bit that we got going on. We talk about movies and entertainment from the years that we were alive. We're getting that we do. We're getting close. We're getting we're, we're getting to the end of this, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. You know, 
but mm-hmm. it's uh 2017 are you excited about 2017 where you do you you know again it's just any major life so, events yes and not good ones um i don't remember most of 2017 specifically sure but it ended very poorly for me that's when my um my mom was diagnosed with a rare cancer Sure. In the fall of 2017, and uh, and my grandfather died in the fall, oh. and my dad had a heart attack all within like two weeks. Like everybody, it, it was like a crazy ass. Ju- I I wouldn't have believed that it was real if it hadn't happened to me. Like if somebody told sure. me this was two weeks of their life, I've been like, yeah, shut up. Like no, it's not. <laughs> like sure. Stop exaggerating. Sure. But like really, in two weeks, like everything fell apart. Um, oh, and then I was unemployed because I was running around, you know, Boston to hospitals and seeing my yeah, dad because right. he had a heart attack and going to stuff. And yeah, so I didn't I didn't I mean, the stupid thing is, is I could have gotten my work done like but because I wasn't in my seat for 40 hours. They, yeah. You know, I'm like, OK, you're a loss. Sure. Um, so, yeah. So, yay. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, super exciting. <laughs> Starting off the show on a high note. Um, Real high note. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so do any movies jump out right away of like well, important things? I mean, there's one huge one for sure. me. A large, large part of what got me through the months following 2017. And that is Thor Ragnarok. Sure. Yes, I, I have to sing it because it's so exciting. It I is. love it so much like i love thor and i love most taika stuff and i love jeff goldblum and i love tessa thompson and i love the matt damon sam neill cameos and the um other hemsworth not liam luke yeah and i just love everything about this movie it's so fun it's so rewatchable it's so quotable i say thor ragnarok quotes in my head all the time that pe- I can't say it like because people wouldn't get because it's stuff like drinks. Like no one's going to get that if I just go drinks. They're not going to know that I'm like quoting sure. the rest. They're going to be like, what are you doing? So but a lot, a lot. I quote it in my head in their like inflections. Um, yeah. You know, the big thing with uh, Ragnarok is that it brought a levity to a character that was like super duper serious. And it really mm-hmm. just kind of showed how fun Thor could be, um, which is kind of what people were looking for, you know, because Thor the Dark World was not good. The original Thor was very paint by numbers and kind of dry. So it was it it was a really good divergent or yeah, divergence from. Yeah. From the change, you know, from 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 the norm, which was great. Oh, and I can't believe I forgot Kate Blanchett. She's amazing in it. I was, yeah. I did think that, and I love uh, Carl Urban. Um, just everybody in that movie is so fantastic. Um, and Tom Hiddleston, of course, but that goes without saying. Um, I did think they kind of did the Warriors three dirty, yes. but that would probably be my only complaint. And it's like I get that they didn't have, like, they didn't need to have big parts, but you didn't have to unceremoniously kill them right away either. Like they could have just yeah. not been around. Yeah, and, right. And lived. <laughs> Yeah, it was Yeah, it was really rough, you know, and that's the tough part about like having it be a movie as opposed to comic books, you know, because in comic books, one, you can kill them and you can bring them back and that's not a big deal. But 
uh, in the movie, you you have these big ensemble casts, and it's like, well, none of them are going to be in Endgame and Infinity War, so we might as well just mm-hmm. kill them here, you know? And it's just yeah. like, uh, that's they would have they would have liked to have fought in you know Wakanda or something. Yeah. Like it would, you know what I mean? Like you you didn't have to you didn't have to do all of the Asgardians dirty. Right. Um. And. It actually ties into one of the books in my book list, which is also fun. I didn't realize they came out the same year. So that's fun. Um, And yeah, I can't. It's like really hard at the end of Thor. I always want to watch Infinity War and then I always want to watch Endgame. So if I put on Ragnarok, it's either like I'm probably not going to watch the whole thing or I'm going to be watching stuff for eight hours. (laughs) Yeah, right. There's no in between. Um, But I do put it on a lot. When I first got my my uh, 4K TV, that was one of the first movies I put on there. That and Lord of the Rings, of course. Of course. Um, so wait, there's other movies though. Yeah, there I are. Swear, there are. Okay, and other good movies. Um, so let's see. We'll, we'll get some other superhero movies. We got Spider-Man: Homecoming also came out. Yeah. Very fun. Um, I've probably talked about my daughter's Spider-Man obsession when she was younger. I'm sure because other Spider-Man movies have come years before this, so that would make sense. And um, so we all went to see this as a family. This was like probably cole's first spider-man movie because sure. he wasn't born um and yeah it was a lot of fun i really liked tom holland i really liked his introduction in civil war so i was excited for homecoming um we also had on a very different note than ragnarok and and homecoming we had logan do you know that i'm not a big fan of that movie no yeah i'm not a big fan of logan i like it a lot I'm not as high on it as a lot of people, but I also have only seen it once. And I think, like, I could use a rewatch. What don't do you not like because of how it ends or you just don't like the tone or. So one of my favorite, like, books of all time is Old Man Logan. Mm -hmm. And so I do recognize that a big chunk of this is um, a big chunk of this is disappointment. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, oh, you only like quarter did the story. You only, gotcha. And, okay, you I understand only, what you're saying. You only quarter did the story. You know, you you basically made a movie based off of like if I gave you if I like explained to you what the plot of Old Man Logan was, mm-hmm. like this is the movie that you would come up with. Okay. I I understand that because of book adaptations. I get what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I Mm -hmm. I do recognize that a big chunk of this is because of that. Um, But then I also thought that none of it really, the stakes were weird. Like the, the, there's like the whole scene with the comic books and that's Mm -hmm. weird. It's really a character piece. It's not like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, it's like it's I don't know. It's weird because it's like, yeah, it's a character piece, but I don't for the care the character. It was like a finale to that character, but mm-hmm. also like a finale to the X Men, and it was kind like because they introduced uh, the the girl and the other they introduced the kid, so it didn't really feel like a finale of the X Men to me. It felt like kind of a passing of the torch more than a finale. Um, But, well, that's, I'm sorry that you didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I 
I would I thought it was probably one you loved. But we're not done with superhero movies. But if you want to no. say more about Logan, no. please do. No, that's it. Cut you off. So, I didn't mean that to. was all I had. Okay, so more superhero movies. We have another very fun one: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. Um, I this know one some surprisingly people... gets a lot of hate, and yeah, I, don't I was just going to say I know a lot of people don't like it. They think it's too silly or whatever. And obviously, I just talked about how much I love Thor Ragnarok. Silly does not bother me. <laughs> like, sure, right. I'm like all for the silly. I I don't know. I think some people had problems with the the ego being a planet yeah. and that being the antagonist. But I thought it was fun. I thought it grew those relationships nicely, right. um, especially with um, Nebula, which was yeah. important going forward. It's true to grow that relationship. And to get them all where they needed to be. Um, then we have another one. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Which taught my son about um, women's oppression. Because we had to actually pause and discuss why she couldn't go into the to the meeting room with the yeah. politicians. And like, he was horrified. He was like, what the hell? They're so... No, he didn't say what the hell. But he was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> He's yeah. Like, but so, so we had like a little 15 minute kind of talk about that's that's fun (laughs) yeah it was good it inspired some nice things and then last and least even though it's got my boy cavill we have justice league yeah um but then to you you did miss one and it'll end on a higher note and that Uh, is lego batman oh i didn't see that yeah lego batman that i love Lego, lego batman yeah lego batman to close it out on a high note of superhero films Really good. I love that movie. I think that everybody. It's very fun. It's very fun. Very silly. Will Arnett does a great job mm-hmm. as playing Batman. So there's that. Um, anything else? Any yeah, other like. So, uh, I'm not going to go into all these other movies like I did those. I only sure. went into all of those because there were so many yeah. of that type. Um, we have Blade Runner 2049. Sure. Get out. Yes. The movie that um, should have won Best Picture that year. Yeah, I agree. with. Call Me By Your Name. Which is a really good little movie. Oh, very but good. People, yeah, but, you know, I know some people, Army Hammer, like, now everything he's in is horrible, because, oh. I don't know, yeah, he yeah, sucked yeah. on toes or something. It, sure. Um, yeah. It, the part one, which I preferred a lot to, to part two, but um, War for the Planet of the Apes, which that's a really good series. Um, oh, did I say I agree? How oh, I love the movie that did win. All right, Lady Bird, excellent. Yeah. Um, I've talked about that on YouTube a few times, so I'm not going to get into my love of that. But the movie that did win Best Picture that actually I really, really love is The Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro. Um, A lot of people, you know, call it the fish sex movie or whatever, which is very not what it is. But um, it's so good. The Kingsman Golden Circle. I like that one. I, Tanya, also a great movie that could have been a Best Picture movie for me. Um, this doesn't seem like it's all the same year to me looking at these titles. Uh, the disaster artist. Yeah. Um, what a great movie. Yeah. The disaster artist is so good. So, so good. Especially if you like the room. Yeah. You have Um, to like the room to get full appreciation. Um, I think it made me appreciate the room more. Maybe. I think I I already appreciated it. Yeah. You already liked it a lot. I, I, I was like familiar with its existence, but hadn't like really sat down and watched it beginning to end until after I saw the disaster artist, because 
I was so much more interested after seeing the disaster sure. artist. Um, so we have Anna and the Apocalypse, which is a zombie Christmas movie musical. That was the movie that I was saying I did. I knew it was somewhere around here. I love Anna and the Apocalypse. Me too. Um, I And I realized because I've seen it a few times. I love the music so much. Yeah. I actually went to see it last year with my brother in the theaters. They had like a little re-release oh, cool. in a theater um, and he hadn't seen it. And it was so hard not to sing in the theater, <laughs> in the movie theater. I watched um, it. I watched it on a JetBlue flight. I can't remember oh, where, funny. but I watched it on a JetBlue flight. And I was like, this movie's adorable. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, and then we have a Matt Damon movie. Not a great one. It's pretty middle of the road, though a lot of people think it's just bad. Um, downsizing, I don't think yeah. it's bad, but I don't love it. And a couple of little, I think, Netflix movies. They definitely came to be more popular on streaming than before. Uh, a couple little thrillers, The Ritual, which is okay. an interesting movie about some guys lost in the woods in another country, a Nordic country, I believe. And The Babysitter, which is a oh, fun, very yeah. funny. Um, Samara Weaving is a babysitter. And she babysits a little boy who's in love with her. And then things go very, very wrong for him. <laughs> and yeah. it is hilarious. Hilarious. Um, hilarious. I don't know why I'm talking like that. I'm sorry. So anyway, I think that's it. Yeah. I, 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 so the rest of those. I have a bunch of them. Uh, the Greatest Showman. Uh, the yeah. movie's okay, yeah. but the soundtrack is fantastic. I uh, John that. Wick Chapter 2. I love the way that the John Wick films are really just kind of this continuous story. Mm -hmm. There's not much time in between each one. I think that the gap between this one, it's either the difference, the gap between this one and uh, the first one or mm -hmm. the third one and the fourth one, you know, or, or yeah. either one of those is like the most time had passed. Right. And it's uh, like not even a full day. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's hours. You know, mm -hmm. and so, but it's so good. I absolutely love it. Uh, fantastic, fantastic movie. The scene when they go to like Rome, uh, mm -hmm. everything from that top to bottom is absolutely fantastic. Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, I love those movies. They're oh, so good. We didn't get to talk about A Haunting in Venice. Did I even talk about it when I watched it? I, don't, no. I think I forgot. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into we'll that later. Watch, but. Yeah, we'll have to watch it again and then just like yeah. go in depth. But I love those movies. They're absolutely fantastic. Um, and then the everything else that I had on this list, you said, uh, except for uh, The Last Jedi, which yeah. I've gone <laughs> on that rant on this show before, right. so I'll spare everybody about it. Um, I'm just really sad. I'll reiterate that we don't get his next movie and i think yeah. that that's the that's the biggest disservice that uh the last jedi has is that we don't get the ryan johnson version mm -hmm. of this sequel um and yeah and then the other one is, is the uh the power rangers uh remake film mm -hmm. um i've talked about this before where you know i'm really frustrated because it was like who did you make this for? Like, none of it makes sense. But on a positive note, one of the things that I really like about this movie is that it grounds the relationship of the Rangers in mm -hmm. a much better way than the show ever did. 
the show starts and it's just this multicultural group of kids that go to the same high school and they're all just best friends and they're super diverse, you know, and that's that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, that doesn't really make sense on the surface as to why all of these kids would be friends. And this movie does a better job of making them three dimensional and making their friendships blossom more. So you understand where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it for movies for me. Okay. Do you have any TV shows? I do, I do. Um, a few. I'll I'll talk about. I'll just like list a couple, and then I'll talk about some. Um. Well, see, we get Santa Clarita Diet, which is the Drew Barrymore yeah. Netflix show. Um, I didn't finish it, but I did enjoy what I watched. Runaways. Um. Wasn't bad. I, people didn't seem to like it, I guess, but I didn't mind Runaways. Um, there's a show called Girl Boss I really liked that unfortunately got canceled after one season. Um, it's based on a book. It's a true story about a, a girl who becomes an entrepreneur at a very young age. Um, you got Big Little Lies, Legion, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I know I talked about a lot when I was doing my watch of it. Um the Mist, so we got a Stephen King. Actually, we have two Stephen King adaptations in there and a third that I missed before. We got The Mist and Mr. Mercedes as shows, and then Gerald's Game was a Netflix movie. Um, and then some of the big ones. Did I say Legion? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, we got Twin Peaks The Return, which is like they gave David Lynch a a cable channel so there was no no limitations by network television. Sure. And the budget was bigger. And it shows that all of a sudden he was just let off the leash. Um, it's crazy. Mindhunter, which is excellent. Um, and Handmaid's Tale, which is... Wait, what am I missing? I'm missing something. No, maybe I'm not. Oh, and Riverdale, which yeah. I, I find funny because I... So I started watching Riverdale. Like, I threw it on in the background of stuff not that long ago. Um, and I think it's trying to be Twin Peaks and just failing at it, to be honest with you. But like, sure. <laughs> it's like all of the bad filler in season two of Twin Peaks is this entire show. <laughs> sure. It's the, um, yeah, it is. It's, crazy. it's on my list as well. It's so soap opera y. Uh-huh. I don't watch it with any consistency, but I'll turn on an episode here or there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still working through the first season, but God, it's one of my favorite things. The first season is good. Yeah, but it's just so funny how it's just like, oh, like you want these people to be 30. Oh, it, you have no idea. You like have no, if, you're, if you're in the first season, it gets like, Ed, I can't yeah. even like, yeah. we, like we could devote well, a whole episode when you get further in of just sure. talking about it. <laughs> but it's like it's that same thing. It's the, they did that same thing in Buffy. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, we want these high schoolers to be able to, like, go to a bar. Yeah. And, and so they're like, this is a club that they just, like, let us in, you mm-hmm. know? And and it's supposed to be this, like, shady club or whatever. And it's just like, I, I need to impress upon you that these are children. Right. They, they are. Oh, and, and season, I think it's season two. Uh, Veronica opens her own speakeasy. Like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, like, what? 
Yeah, like it's wild. It's it is wild. insane. Well, and the beginning of Riverdale is so funny to me because right. it was like, oh my god, he got hot, and it was just like, you've been, well, you, you, you're his best friend, and like, so how is this new information for you? I liked season one because it was a whodunit. There was the oh. murder mystery, the who killed Jason, like who killed Laura Palmer. I'm telling you, this sure. show wanted to be Twin Peaks with yeah. Archie characters. Yeah, have you ever seen a real Archie comic? And it failed because yeah. it is all the bad parts of Twin Peaks, which yeah. is mostly season two filler. Um, but but it is like fun in its oh, way. Yeah. Oh, and, I um, am loving it. So I, I think absolutely... maybe you're past season one because that's oh, like I mean, it's you're definitely still oh, in season one. Yeah, I'm definitely still in season okay. one. It's it's a soap opera. Yeah, it, it is, but it gets like so so much crazier. Yeah. Um, and yeah. um, anything else? Did I mention Atypical? I think I didn't just because I wanted to say what it was. Atypical is a Netflix show. I haven't watched the most recent. I'm, I might be two seasons off, but okay. it's about, it's really, really good. And I wanted to just explain it because it's about an autistic kid. Well, he's not really a kid. He's in his late teens. I don't know if he starts as 18 or if he turns 18, but he's trying to be independent. He wants to get his own place. He wants to get a girlfriend, like, okay. and you know, his parents dealing with that and with the autism and everything. And it's just, and it's a comedy and it's really sweet and good. And I highly recommend it. If it sounds like something you'd like. All right. Uh, any books? Yes. Got, we got books. Got um, books. We got books. So big book that I finally actually, I'm glad I got to it before this so I could put it on my list. Cause it's very popular is the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, okay. which um, is a book about an actress who's decided to tell her life story and she's famed for having had seven husbands. She's very old at this point. And a big mystery in the book is why did she choose to tell the story to this very young, very green reporter? Cause she refused to tell it to anybody else. Sure. Um, so that's a very fun book. Um, we got one a book called one of us is lying origin which is a Dan Brown book, but he always has subject matter that interests me. So whatever, I read his books. Um, A book called Final Girls, a book called The Lying Game. The book that I was saying about uh, ties kind of into Thor Ragnarok is called Norse Mythology. It's by Neil Gaiman, and it's about the gods. It's about Thor and Loki and all of them. And and it's fun, and it's very very, um, digestible. For people who may not, you know, want to read old stuff about mythology and how things are written, they're sure. told as stories, not as like it's not told as like learning. It's they're they're the stories. Um, so that's fun. And then um, another Stephen Stephen King had a good year this year. We have lots of Stephen King stuff. Um, he put out a book that he co-wrote with his son, and it's who I also really like. It's called Sleeping Beauties. And it's about this town where all the women just fall asleep and can't be woken up. Okay. Um, and I've then heard the, of this one. the guys have to deal with that. Well, there was a show that did something very similar, but it was like all the guys died or something. I don't remember. Mm. Um, but yeah, all the women fall asleep. Eventually they start dying. But, um, and then it's like, okay, so if, if we let, if we let guys just do whatever they wanted on their own, like there's no women what would happen? Um, 
So that was a really fun book. And then we have entries in the series, Throne of Glass, Red Queen, Shades of Magic, Dark, Artifi- Dark Artifices, the Starlight Arch- Stormlight. It does this to me every time. It corrects <laughs> it. Stormlight Archive and Broken Earth series. All have entries this year. Okay. That's pretty great. I only have a couple of games that I want to mention. Um, we have Sonic Mania, which is the spiritual successor to the Sega Genesis Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Okay. Uh, it essentially picks up right where that game left, left off. And it was really fun because Sonic Team, like the people that make it, mm-hmm. they let, like, basically the, the, like, the person that makes all of the fan mod versions of the games like online, they let that person actually make this game. And it's so, so good. Uh, We had another, we had another remake of the original crash bandicoot trilogy, which was fantastic. Another great RPG, which is South park uh, fractured, but whole both of these two South park games are great. Uh, Stick of truth and fractured butthole are absolutely fantastic and if you have a modern console absolutely absolutely worth playing mario kart 8 it was the last mario kart released <laughs> we have it we have had a, oh wait, i have that one it's on it, my list but i yeah. didn't write it down but we have yeah. mario kart 8 and i have it's, played it it's mario kart 8 deluxe and yes. so like because of the original mario kart 8 was like on the wii mm-hmm. u and nobody bought the right. wii u so they just re-released it on the Switch, Switch. and then they just re-released like a bunch of tracks or something with the like oh. the crazy pass. Cuphead, which uh, is a video game that looks like it was a 1940s cartoon, mm-hmm. and I love the art style. I've never played it, but I absolutely love the art style. Uh, Hollow Knight, absolutely fantastic. Horizon Zero Dawn, Super Mario Odyssey, and Zelda Breath of the Wild were all released this year. It was the year that the Switch released. Okay. Um, and those are great. I, I'm not huge on Breath of the Wild, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I hate the mechanic of your stuff breaks. Okay. Like, you can have a sword, and you can use the sword too many times. And then, and the then sword- you, oh, that's dumb. And and then you also you you and like I would have dealt with it if you like could carry unlimited of an item, but but now I have to do inventory management Mm -hmm. and and like stuff like that. And yeah, I'm just not it's not my favorite, especially because Mm -hmm. the opposite is is Skyrim, and I right you know I don't know if I ever mentioned it at when it happened i think i forgot but i did finish alan wake and i was just thinking about that because that one there's parts where you drive and if you crash enough times like your car breaks and then you get overrun by things that want to kill you uh, sure. you don't yeah. drive the whole time but when you are able to drive there's like hordes it's much more yeah. dangerous to walk around and sure. um it took me a little bit to get the driving mechanics down so i feel sure. you yeah um yeah so so that's it. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, on the other hand, absolutely love that game. Really fun. One of my favorite games on the Switch. But I think that's it. That's 2017, right? I think so. That's my right. 2017. Yeah, that was my 2017, too. So uh, what would what, you watch? What are some things? I got, I got some things I really want to talk about. First off, I did see Saltburn. Thankfully, okay. I got in there because I think it's already out of theaters now. It was very limited showings last weekend. Um 
I loved this movie. This movie is definitely not for everybody. It is like a raunchy version of the talented Mr. Ripley kind of. Okay. But like, like raunchy, like deviant sex raunchy. Like I, I people, it was funny. Okay. But people in my theater did not know that it was funny. <laughs> like, sure. Like at one point, sure. a guy audibly kind of groaned in horror and it's not like, it's crazy. Um, it's really good. The, the performances are great. It is. If you like the talented Mr. Ripley, it's that vibe. Sure. It definitely has that like eat the rich type of plot to it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just it shocked me, which is hard to do. Like, it's not easy to shock me. But things happened in this movie that I was like, really, they're going to go there. OK, <laughs> like, okay. good for you. Um, By the same writer director that did Promising Young Women, woman, I would say women. Okay. But it's not plural. It's singular woman. Um, so if you like that movie, this is way crazier, but it's also very good. Um, so I saw that. That was my big thing. Um, I also finished, um, my rewatch with my friend of Firefly. So I haven't talked about this rewatch much, and this is why. I didn't like Firefly as much as I thought I did. I liked it. It's decent. It's not great. It's not sure. as great as every. I think that it's like the fact that it got canceled after the one season and Serenity was good and the rose colored glasses. I don't I think sure. it's just I mean, it has its episodes like it has its really strong moments. But it's fine altogether. Like it's got a lot of weak moments. And it's the only show I've ever like every episode been like why is this theme song so bad every episode like so i'm like oh i gotta listen to this again because i was co-watching remotely so you can't just skip it yeah uh, right and and we also watched serenity which is so much better than firefly to be honest with you but firefly was getting there like it yes. would it was getting really good it had so much potential like it is still a sad that it that it got canceled but i think people talk about it in reverence of the potential of where it was going. Yes. Yeah. I think everybody was more really on board with how the series was like rounding into form. Cause you know, you look at any show and it takes like a season or two mm-hmm. to like really find its voice, right? Like right. a show, a show will find, it might find its voice by the end of the first season, like the really mm-hmm. exceptional ones. And it felt like it was getting there. Yeah, it right? was getting there, definitely. And I think sometimes it felt like it didn't know if it wanted to be a space western or a sci-fi move, a sci-fi show, or right. and somewhat of both. And I definitely like the more sci-fi episodes better um, than necessarily the the more space western episodes. But um, but overall, I enjoyed it, and that's done. And I think we'll be doing Chuck in 2024. Um, right. And then yeah, and so Serenity. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, still watching for all mankind, which I'm caught up now. So I just watched the most recent episode and because a lot of that takes place on Mars and a friend of mine mentioned rewatching the Martian. (laughs) (laughs) I also rewatched the Martian. Now you're rewatching the Martian. Yeah. I have to rewatch the Martian, which made me want to watch more for all mankind. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. Team up their team up. Um, squid game challenge released like three more episodes but not the finale which i think we get this week or next week like netflix is just being a bitch and just like okay next one you get to know the winner but we're not giving it to you yet (laughs) um 
And then there's this Eddie Murphy movie on Amazon Prime called Candy Cane Lane that's really kind of flown under the radar. I saw that the other day looking for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. It was a good, like, family movie. It's a little bit different. It wasn't something that you see all the time and all the Christmas tropes. Um, so it had some it had some fun little differences to it and something a little bit new, which is hard to do with Christmas movies, really. Sure. Like, you don't get too much new stuff. So uh, that was, you know, if you like that kind of little you know, Christmas family fair, I think you'd enjoy it. Sure. And that's that's everything. Well, that's not everything I watch, but that's everything I'll talk about. <laughs> that's everything we'll talk about today. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, um, I'm watching, like, again, I'm kind of in the middle of watching, like, several very large shows, so Mm -hmm. it's, you know, again, it's more My Hero Academia, more One Piece, uh, I started re-watching Doctor Who. Okay. Um, I finally made it through that point, um, I really want to watch, they're releasing all of the specials that had David Tennant in it, um. Okay. And so like, and so I really want to get to that point. I haven't even gotten to Jodie Whittaker yet. The next doctor. I've just been stuck on Peter Capaldi multiple times. (laughs) I have never seen that. I same. And it's just like, it's such a good show when it's good. And like, I don't like this characterization of the doctor. Mm -hmm. And I don't like the companion either. Who is the companion again? It's I think uh, I did like her. It's Jen. I like Jenna Coleman. Okay, I, yeah. I think she plays the character very well. Yeah. I I think that the writers make her just do dumb things for the sake mm-hmm. of plot. Right. As as opposed to like a consistent level of intelligence that. You know, it's just like some she's very she becomes very stupid for plot convenience. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. And and the character at its highest point is very intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like I always get I, that always irks me. Uh, and then, yeah, um, those are the really big things that I've been watching. Um, I think everything else I've been watching. I started watching WWE again, you mm-hmm. know, where I. It's been, you know, not to turn this into the New Age Insiders, but sorry, the, we're not we're not running super long right now. <laughs> yeah. um, I've always really liked the uh, like Triple H uh, is like my favorite wrestler of all time, mm-hmm. and he is now actually in charge of the company. Right. Mm -hmm. That's basically what has happened. And so he's making all of the creative decisions. He famously was in charge of NXT, their developmental brand for years when the network launched. And it was some of the best shows that WWE was putting out was NXT headed by Triple Mm -hmm. H. And the problem is, is that Vince McMahon is awful for like 15,000 different reasons. Um, but he is also the sensibilities and humor of an 80 year old man, (laughs) you know? And so the show got very bland and stale and boring. And now triple H has assumed control and the show is so much noticeably better to Mm -hmm. me. And I like, I fully recognize that 
this is as close to like this product being written for me as possible. Right. You know, uh, he keeps me consistently guessing. He is creating everything that happens happens for a reason, mm-hmm. which is some of my favorite stuff. And during the Vince McMahon era, one of the things that used to drive me absolutely nuts is that a rest two wrestlers would be fighting for like six months. And it would get very personal. Maybe somebody would like break into somebody's house. Right. Like really crazy, crazy nonsense. Mm -hmm. And then and then they get away from each other for a little bit. And then maybe another six months later, these two characters meet back up. But they're both good guys. And Mm -hmm. now it's like. You know, now it's just like everything's okay because we're the good guys. Uh, and it's like that's awful. Like at no like at no point are you going to bring up that like y- you did these things. You yeah, know, like right? every- and so Randy Orton returned um at Survivor series and he was there basically the landscape of who's a good guy now is changed and it's different. Mm-hmm. And so now Randy Orton is talking to these people as if they are real three-dimensional people being like, look, I don't like you. Like, I really (laughs) don't like you. I don't like you for X, Y, and Z reasons, but we're going to be okay for tonight because I hate our opponents more. More. Oh, the enemy of my enemy thing. Yeah. But it feels real. Yeah. Like, it feels like real character stuff, um, Mm -hmm. which has been refreshing you know sounds like it and then uh the voice finally became live like it's the lives Mm -hmm. for the voice and oh boy do i like that trash garbage show (laughs) hey we all have the trash garbage shows we like so it happens um is that it that's it that's really what it is i've also got hooked i got hooked on playing madden ultimate team okay it happens it happens every like every year but it happens usually later in the year I'll get hooked on on it and mm-hmm. Madden Ultimate Team is so frustratingly awful <laughs> it's a game mode where you basically like have to complete challenges for fake coins and like tokens and stuff to like upgrade your team constantly right uh so it just it drives me up a wall cuz it's Madden and it's not a particularly well made game I did also want to mention a book that um, I finished this week um, because it's similar. I wanted to talk about how it's similar to a book I talked about recently. Um, it's called the book I finished called uh, Home Before Dark. So, okay. I, I, and um, a few weeks ago, I talked about that that book, Head Full of Ghosts, which was about the reality show being filmed of this little girl being possessed living with her family so this book it's not like a sequel it's not even the same writer but this book felt very similar to me because it is about this woman who grew up and her dad wrote a a book that he claimed was true about their house being haunted and all this crazy stuff happening to her and she doesn't remember any of this stuff happening to her and she thinks it's all lies and he he dies and she finds out they still own the house, which she didn't even know because they weren't there very long. Um, so she goes home to this house and you get like her current perspective and then you get like the snippets from the book throughout as well. 
And it just had a very similar vibe to me um, as Head Full of Ghosts. If you like Head Full of Ghosts, if you're familiar with that and you like it, you might like this. Again, it's called Home Before Dark. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Except for there was a lot of freaking snakes in it. It's like, God damn it. I think one time I skipped ahead. I was like, why? Why do we need all the snakes? <laughs> like, sure. I know I know. I listen to horror sometimes. and like, But yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. So what are you looking forward to? Okay. Well, I really want there to be some release or something in the theater that I'm looking forward to. But I know. There's not there's something coming out in limited and it's not going to come here anytime soon. So I can't look forward to it yet. Um, But the movie I talked about looking forward to a whole bunch like in August finally came to stars and that's Joyride. Okay. so I will I'm looking forward to watching that, assuming I watch anything that's not Christmas related by myself, because I will watch non Christmas with other people. But by myself, I've been tending to watch mostly Christmas stuff. Um. So there's Joyride. There's a new movie coming onto Netflix called Leave the World Behind. And it's um, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. And it's kind of like a mystery thriller, it sounded like. I don't. I just like discovered it today while researching. Um, that looks fun. There's a show I keep wanting to start on Apple TV called Monarch, which I, I think is a Godzilla show. Okay. Um, I'm not even sure. Like Godzilla is not really in the trailer, but it seems it feels like a Godzilla show. And it looks really good, and it, I've heard good stuff about it. Um, and it's just one of those things that I only haven't started because I've been watching Christmas stuff. Sure. Um, and then, in the in the spirit of watching Christmas stuff, I get to introduce a friend to two Christmas movies that I adore. The first one is Nativity, which I will talk about ad nauseum next week after I've watched it again. I watch it every year. I try okay. to get somebody new to watch it at least ever at least one new person I try to introduce to it every year because it's so not known. But anyway, so so I'll be introducing my friend to Nativity and the aforementioned Anna in the Apocalypse. Wonderful. Which, I mean both of those are very much movies I want to sing along to. So I apologize in advance to that friend. Yeah. <laughs> so but, um, yeah, so that's fun. That's really fun. Is that it? Um, I think so. I mean, I'm obviously going to watch and I'm looking forward to seeing who won the Squid Game Challenge and sure. um, watching more for all mankind because that's still ongoing. But I figure all that's kind of a given. OK, uh, I'm, I got a I got a weird list of things that I'm looking forward to. Oh, yay! that's fun. Uh, so I am going to try and watch Muppet Family Christmas now that we're into December, mm-hmm. you know, and it started snowing. So it feels like that. It's my right. favorite holiday movie. I don't okay. know if I've talked about that on this show, but it's um, it is not technically a movie movie. Mm-hmm. It is a television special. OK. And it was the Muppets are going up to Fozzie Bear's mom's house mm-hmm. to spend Christmas with her. And shenanigans then ensues. But as they as they will, as they will with the Muppets. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, is that it's one of the only times that you see Sesame Street, the Muppets and the Fraggles. Oh, all, yeah, all you together. did talk about this because you mentioned the Fraggles and I was like, well, now I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Very, so it's early very on. fun. It's very fun. It's one of my favorite uh, Christmas holiday movies uh, of all time. I think mm-hmm. it's delightful. You can find it on YouTube. 
It's very you okay. can find it on YouTube, and so I highly recommend that you you watch it. So I usually try to watch it as early in December as humanly possible because I like to make sure that I that that's what I got going on. Oh, um, sorry, I was just thinking we should start. How many times I've watched Elf Count? Because okay. I tend to put it on while I do Christmassy things. So okay. we're at one. I've watched Elf once so far. Okay. So um, at the end of each show in December, we're we'll yeah. we'll ask what the tally is. What the tally is, because um. Yeah, I love Elf, but sure. once so far, and I know it's not the last time I already have plans to watch it again. <laughs> so. um, I am all. It is going to probably be my second thing. I'm going to be. This is going to be very weird, and I'm going to try and explain it as best as I possibly can, okay. only because I don't know exactly what I'm about to watch. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go to a play tomorrow, uh-huh. and there is a there is an a theater company and they do like weird and kind of outlandish things and outlandish takes on stuff. They're called mm-hmm. the gold dust orphans. Well, that's fun. Yeah. And so like a big thing is, is that they incorporate a lot of drag into their shows. Okay. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to see something called the Rocky menorah Christmas show. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. And so I, <laughs> Basically, I got an email from work today that was like, hey, like from from the CEO. And he's like, look, we're all going to go see this show. You can either come this day or that day, but you got to go to a show. And because he's like, we're trying to he's like, we got to get out of like how we think as a company. And the only way to do that is by going and experiencing more live comedy to see how other people do things so that that it can then. So that it can then influence what we do, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that, um, which is really fun. And so, yeah, he was like, this is what it is. I'm assuming it is the the story of Hanukkah because Hanukkah starts tomorrow when we're right, as right. of recording this Hanukkah starts tomorrow. As of listening, it was yesterday. As of listening, it's tonight is the second night of Hanukkah. So my guess is, is that it's some weird infusion of the Hanukkah story and Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Christmas. It and sounds Christmas like there's Christmas tagged onto yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah ha- I don't know, yeah. but that so, just sounds so fun. Yeah. You'll Who's have to say? tell us all about it next week. I'm, so, I am now, in my looking forward to now, is hearing my about... Review. Absolutely. So, so that's yes. the big, that is one of the big things um, mm-hmm. that I'm going to be watching. And then I, uh, I spontaneously booked a trip to Florida. Um, JetBlue. Yeah, you did. JetBlue was like, Hey, you want a cheap flight? And I was like, how cheap JetBlue? And they were like $20. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, JetBlue, you know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me so well. So I booked a I booked a trip and I'm leaving if you're listening to this on the day it dropped, I, I'm leaving today uh after work and then I'm coming back Monday before work. And it was just gonna be a nice little getaway. It was just gonna be a little fun, nice little relaxing stuff. Just get out of the cold. Get out of the cold of Boston and the gray and the gloom for a couple of days of fun in the sun. And then Walt Disney World decided to just open up a bunch of stuff Uh, (laughs) like this wasn't planned on my part at all. Mm -hmm. And so a list of things that I'm looking forward to is the Hatbox Ghost was uh, added to the Haunted Mansion. The Mm -hmm. Hatbox Ghost is an animatronic that exists in the Disneyland version of the ride in which it 
in which a ghost has a head on its shoulders and that disappears and then reappears in a hat box that it is holding in its hands. So the mm-hmm. disembodied head goes back and forth. I'm really excited to see that. Um, I went to the Disneyland version of the ride. Not this. Was it this year? Had to. Yeah, have been. it wasn't. It was this year. It wasn't even that long ago. It was yeah. since we've oh. been doing the show. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, it, it was because <laughs> like the yeah. spring. I think it was yeah, the so, last uh, time I when I went to Orlando. It was around like the previous yeah. time. It was around uh, the same time you went to Disneyland. And so the the placement of the hatbox ghost in Disneyland is like really tough because you only get to see it for like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And like there was some controversy as to the placement of uh, where the hatbox ghost is in the Walt Disney World version of it. But right. I really like the idea of being able to actually take a look at this very impressive animatronic for mm-hmm. more than like two seconds. So that's happening. The holiday overlay of the Jungle Cruise which is the Jingle Cruise. And yes. the Jungle Cruise is one of my favorite attractions, uh, but it's heavily dependent on the skipper that you get. And mm-hmm. they make a ton of puns and it's just really bad dad jokes that I really enjoy. Yeah. And uh, then for Christmas, they do holiday themed jokes. And so this is the first time I will be riding the Jingle Cruise since the whole thing got updated. So mm-hmm. it'll be very, very different from what I'm used to. And I'm very excited about that. Uh, Epcot, there have been construction walls up for forever. They've been redesigning the front part of Epcot, the future world part of Epcot. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, kind of if you've ever been to a Disney park, they'd be like, this is the future. And it looks like the future from what 1950s thought the future would be. And it's just like, yeah, man, we have cell phones now. And like, I don't need <laughs> I don't need a giant video wall monitor to like call my friend. <laughs> so right. so it was extremely outdated. And so they reimagined what like a more sustainable future was going to look like. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more vegetation and trees and it's a lot more like tranquil and kind of like nice. What we uh, want the future to be. What we we, we cross our be. fingers and hope with all of our might. Yeah. yeah. You know, the future from Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Right. Like that future, that future that, that the wild stallions saved us all from. And then the Moana journey into water attraction. The last time we went, I was sandwiched in between pass holder previews being over, but mm. the actual attraction not being open. Oh, so, so I wasn't able to go. It's now officially open. I can do that. And then the, um, the nighttime spectacular at Epcot is brand new. Okay. Uh, I really liked the last one. It was mm-hmm. a ton. I really, really liked it. They did a thing where they had all of the music from Disney that you would recognize, but then they had the characters, uh, the actors that played the characters in their native languages. So like when Mulan is singing, is she singing in Chinese? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and right. so, and then even like frozen, they dip in and out of like a bunch of different languages, mm-hmm. you know, so it was very cool to just kind of like really kind of have this whole thing with like how this music unites all of us into one mm-hmm. world. And like, it's a really beautiful message, but then awful people were like, there's barges in the ocean, in the lagoon. Yeah. 
And it's just like, oh, you ruined this for all of us. Yeah. Uh, Because there were some flaws with the show. You had to have you had to stand in specific places Mm -hmm. or else you wouldn't be able to see stuff, you know, which is. Um, Isn't that what what happens for most shows? You have to be in a specific place to see a show. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But that, you know, I, I'm really excited to see this new show. So those are like the things that I'm really there. I'm going to finish warrior on the Mm -hmm. way to and from the first season of warrior. Mm -hmm. I really like that show. It's very fun for me. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. So Ed, yeah, we're going to be in Epcot and it is the holiday season. Yes. And so I just want to remind you and feel free to pass it along to anybody you might be attending Epcot be visiting Epcot with at the time. Um, just a reminder of how much I love Figment, who you can only get Epcot. And when I was last at Epcot, the selection was nil. It was oh, so, so you want was a like popcorn bucket? Things. I don't care. I just want something better than the children's jewelry and some weird shirt they had last <laughs> time. I, it was the only time I've gone to Epcot and gotten nothing. Well, I can't say I got nothing, Figment. Corey gave me his sticker that he got for being a pass holder. Um, you know, <laughs> but, be um, very, that was all I got was the sticker. It'll be but, really fun when the only thing I bring you back is a picture of me with Figment. With Figment? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I Well, I, I enjoy that. I'd enjoy a picture of Figment. But yes, with Figment, with Figment um, now being a character you can meet and greet, I have heard that the Figment selection in the store on in Figment's ride. This is what really made me angry. Like it's the store that you walk through when you leave his granted not very good, but still the ride. And it was all like not Figment shit. I was like, what is this? Yeah. um okay yeah, just, so just I so what I, I what you need to do is you need to remind me how much you love figment on saturday okay well, okay do. you just remind uh, me i was gonna just, send you figment emojis from my yeah, just emoji, from emoji blitz yes yeah. i have figment and you i can't even tell i think i spent money to get figment i'm, I'm ashamed <laughs> I'm, I'm ashamed i just admit i'm ashamed i just admitted that publicly shame 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 so ashamed. um yeah so just leave it at that. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. And on that note, I'm going to go and go see the Rocky Menorah Christmas show. That's I'm, I'm just going to not exist until I see that. So yeah. That's uh, any, right. anything else you want to say before we get on out of here? Mm, I don't think so. I think um, I'm good. Okay. The only thing I have to say is, is that this show, Stacy has had a band aid on like she is Nelly. She's, <laughs> like she is Nelly, and it has been very distracting. I don't know what the cause is, and I'm afraid to ask. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, please like, share, comment, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, and we'll see you real soon. Bye.